Welcome in mm. to DNVR Bets Daily, a weird, lonely, what day is it, Andre? Wednesday, Wednesday edition of the show. Uh, no nuggets tonight. We do have Rockies, and we will talk a little bit of Rockies later. Um, We're we, so spoiled. Last now. week, we said Rockies betting was back on, I think it was probably Wednesday. Yeah, that's true. And it was back. It was. On Wednesday. Then it was gone again. They but now it's Monday. back again. Yeah, it's back. It's back. We, were, we went undefeated that day. <laughs> we sure did. Kyle Freeland night. Yep. Big Kyle Freeland guys, of course. Um, we're going to get into some NFL betting trends mm. and how we feel about them. Are we buying this? Are we selling this? Uh, but first, got to talk about that Nuggets game last night. Whew. Profitable. Quite. Yeah, because the, the over ends up hitting. And I mean, <laughs> I would investigate the Nuggets because that stretch in the fourth with all those turnovers, I think there was a lot of foul play going on. Um, clearly that was all Nuggets having action on the over and trying to get the Lakers to play their part in that hitting. Miraculously, it does. The Nuggets also win. You make big money on that, plus 230s. And then miraculously, by a half board, Nikola Jokic hits the prop that mattered most, you said? Yes. yes. And for me, Jamal Murray hits the prop that mattered most, the points. That three-pointer over Anthony Davis from, like, you know, Las Vegas, mind you, they're in Orlando, was that was a bonus. But without that, he still would have hit the 25. Oh, you're talking about the, yeah, the bomb from downtown. The bomb from downtown. Oh, that was beautiful. But even prior to that, we right. had it. And, and that was my prop was they need 25 at the very least. How that about proved it? to the, be quite true. The three that put him to 25 was that little step back, the first dagger. And so you couldn't have been more right on that one. Yeah. Um, uh, Luckily, what I was wrong about is not something I waged on, and that was that I predicted the Nuggets would be, this would be kind of a comfortable Nuggets game. I did say if the Lakers stormed back, I feared that would be too much for the Nuggets' morale, and that could end the series right there. Nope. Turns out that the Lakers can't hit a jumper to save their lives, and they're actually kind of a bad team. I love it. I love it. That's why um, I read on it. I, I apologize to the Nuggets on the postgame show last night because I said, like, I was scared. I, I, I did not believe when that run was happening. And there's no reason I shouldn't have because they've, they've shown us nothing but mental toughness throughout this. I wish their mental toughness would have kicked in a little faster. Um, but it happens. And they responded in a big way. Yeah. I wanna, we had our guy Harry Urban send us an article from Australia – uh, about a punter, as they call them in Australia. Apparently in Australia, a better is a punter. You think hmm. we can start working that in? Yeah, we can try. We call this Punt City? For all, punt city. For all you punters out there, yeah. yeah. Uh, it flows, it flows. I, I, I like it. It needs to grow on me, but I, I'm, I'm open to it. Uh, anyways, there's this guy in Australia. I love mm. that they just covered this so great. Um, so he oh, starts... Man. With the Lakers to win, let's see. He bet two hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars on the Lakers to win eight eighty-six thousand. So he just took the money line. Yikes! What an idiot. Anyways, when remember most of the public and sharp money was on the Nuggets in this one. Yes, the public kind of knew, like, yeah, this isn't going to go three zip. So the Nuggets are have a ten point lead at halftime, right? <laughs> yeah. So our punter here should have been more. I know we we hated it. It was just ten at that point. He takes a buyout. <laughs> he takes a buyout on his two hundred twenty-eight thousand dollars, 
to get $97,000. So he's already more than half his way down. He yeah. takes the $97,000, puts it on the Nuggets to cover minus nine and a half. So, again, now he's flipped his bet. He went from being the biggest Nuggets, biggest Lakers fan in the world to the biggest Nuggets fan in the world. What Do we know what that would have won? Well, we're guessing it's probably minus 110. Uh-huh. So we'll say about 90,000. So he would have come out of this with 187. He still would have lost $40,000. Like, right, 40 G's in the hole. Oh, no. Oh, but if no. you watched the game until the final whistle last night. Which I didn't. Ryan surprised me when he told me about this at the end of the game. The Nuggets are up 10. He's covering. The Nuggets take a shot clock violation. Yep. yep. So there's like, Andre, like, Six seconds left in the game. Almost every time you see something like this happen, the other team just passes it in, dribbles it twice, kicks it to the ref, and walks off the court. Right. But Alex Caruso, being the little bag that he is, runs it all the way down and lays it in to (laughs) cover the nine and a half and put our punter here down $228,000. That is so bad, man. So rough. So bad. Almost as rough as me losing $25 on Nikola Jokic (laughs) falling one point short of his points. Yeah. Triple-double. Sadly, Jamal put on his uh, point guard hat in that one. Ran the offense more so than Yoke. Do you feel bad for someone who has $228,000 in their betting account? Because I don't. You lose it all. First of all, it just can't matter that much to you. I would love to have their spouse, significant other, loved ones, parents on on the the show. Yes. Yes. Not the punter himself. He, I have no interest in. Clearly, he has horrible advice. Keep him as far away from me as possible. I would fly to Mars just to have my juju. Yes. Yes. (laughs) But if you know anyone related to him, I would love to get in contact. I love that. Let's do it. If anyone knows... Uh, the wife of the punter. Yes. Now, oh. I will say after the Nuggets game, and you guys said this on the DNBA show or the post-game winner's lounge anyways, uh, anyone who missed that f- felt very much like the Clippers series. And Hank and I were saying this after Clippers game three. Yeah, Nuggets are the better team. And not just the Nuggets are the better team in the true definition of team, right? Mm-hmm. I think they're actually the better team period they have the better duo they have the better offense they have the better shooting i think they're better conditioned and they're deeper look the the lakers have lebron who can always turn it on and go to that next level but with murray and Jokic at this next level already the margins are slim for lebron at this point we're always waiting for lebron to turn it on right sure yes there's still a chance that it just doesn't happen oh yeah like you know, washed king, this, that, the other thing, he might just not have that turbo boost mm-hmm. at this point of the bubble. At 35, three rounds in, without his family, without his entourage, the people he's grown up with yeah, who are really pumping him up, yeah, legs get tired. He's really counting on AD. I think AD's legs are getting tired. I think the pressure of having LeBron rely on him is getting to him. Dude, I don't know if I've ever seen Anthony Davis and LeBron James look that sweaty. Like, there was a point in that game where they did some close-up shots on those guys, and they were sucking air and just dripping. Oh, I hit my mic. Um, It was 
it was impressive. I like seeing the Nuggets wear them down like that. And D-Line tweeted this out today. Like that, that was a that's a repeatable formula. Uh yeah. And look, will I be surprised if LeBron goes nuclear and steals the next game and maybe closes them out? You mm-hmm. know, shortly thereafter. I expect that at least once. I mean, for LeBron to go nuclear. Yes. Um, I will not be surprised if mm-hmm. that you know LeBron's just like, haha, gotcha. Still can do this. You just tip your hat. And yeah, say, yeah, that's total. The greatest or second greatest of all time. Good right. job. Right. Thanks for. Uh, yeah, no, for for enlightening us. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. But I also won't be surprised if he just doesn't have that gear anymore. The other thing is, I think it's one thing to play really well against Nikola Jokic in that one game in December that week that you had circled on your calendar and that you got yourself up for. I think it's another one to play Nikola Jokic every other day, and he wears on you, and he wears on you, and then you get to game seven looking like the Clippers and Jazz just worn down. I think the best take I had all of yesterday was we were up here, and it starts with me comparing Nikola Jokic to Peyton Manning. I think there's a lot of similarities between the way that they view their games. Mm-hmm. But I, I then said, if you gave Peyton Manning a seven-game series, he ne- he would have won every championship of his career. I believe That's that. That's exactly right. I believe that to a T. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone would have ever been able to beat right. Peyton in a seven-game series. Now, Jokic Why isn't is that qu- real quick? Because you can surprise him in a 48-minute sample size. You can't surprise him over a seven-game series. That's you exactly. can throw something at him that he wasn't expecting. You can't do that seven games in a row in football. Yep. Yep. And there's a reason why football is not a seven-game series. Course. Of course. But Jokic, the longer that the uh, the series goes on, the more he understands what you're trying to do to him. Now, LeBron James is the same way. LeBron probably knows everything he wants to know about the Nuggets right now. The only difference is Nikola Jokic is 25 and, in, you know, still ascending. And a bit of a basketball octopus, at least on offense. Oh, yeah. There's no option he doesn't really have. Yeah, the only problem is that he keeps passing to Paul Millsap under the hoop. <laughs> yeah. Who has uh, to finish over Anthony Davis. In the Clippers series, it was a struggle to get those usual like quick passes we get in, in traffic. In this series, it's been really hard to just get a layup. Okay, so let's get to the point <laughs> like, here. Can we know. make a layup? Please? Let's get to the point here. Futures, Nuggets futures. Yeah, let's, what do we have? What's let's, available? Let's, let's. Okay, so the series line is now Nuggets plus eight hundred. Oh my god, that is so much value. Such nice money. Uh, nuggets in six, which of course is RK's big thing, still plus three thousand. Nuggets in seven plus a thousand. Where I think you have the real value if you're bullish like us on the Nuggets turning this series around. Well, for one, Nuggets NBA championship plus eight eighteen hundred. Lakers versus the field plus 240. I'm fairly certain the the Lakers are not winning. The field is 240. Plus 240. Whoa. To win the NBA title. I don't... Which is tremendous odds. Um, And here's what I like. Heat versus Nuggets finals matchup plus 1430. Celtics Nuggets plus 1835. I really like Heat Nuggets at plus four. There's just not enough value there for me to like be jumping. Well, we should have got it like a series ago. Yeah, I know. Um, I do. I think the Nuggets plus eight hundred. So, well, let me see what you think of this here. I already have Nuggets in six. Uh That's in my bets. That's already it's it's locked in. Yeah. So, I guess what I should do here 
Let's take Nuggets and seven at plus 1,000. Those are the only two options. Yep. Uh, and now I have both bases covered if the Nuggets do come back and win. Yeah, totally. That's a nice way to go. I, I think I'll, I'll just be sprinkling those two uh, finals matchups. Look, man, I'd love, I would love to not win money and the Nuggets to go and say, fine by me. Mm-hmm. This team doesn't make things that easy. What if they just beat them down, like just wear them down more and more each game? No, I think you're, I mean, I think you're right. I love that. I, meme I mean, that's... I'm just hanging on to my Nuggets and Six <laughs> bet here, well, I mean, but I think there's, there's a slim path to get there. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I do think the Nug- the Lakers are closer to being broken than we maybe think. It's hard to just believe that internally, just knowing what we know about the Lakers. But these are not... Oh, I know. You know, that's the beauty of this. There's no championship core that can look at each other in the eyes in the locker room and say, hey, remember 18? Remember when we went, you know, we won the final against so-and-so and we had to face overtime in game six and we came out of it. No one has that. And the Nuggets are kind of the ones who have it right now. Because, yeah, they haven't won a championship, but they've been, like, through hell and back countless times, and they're that's, not scared of anything. That's what I tried to tell the Nuggets guys before this series, and it, it's not like I'm dunking on them sure, now. Sure, it's still sure. a 2-1 series, but yeah. I, I just love the fact that the Nuggets have been to hell. Uh, yeah, They've man. seen it, man. Yes. And you never see that and come, and come out the same. And then there's that dynamic. It's more camaraderie. You know, you technically are my boss, but we don't have a boss-employee relationship in the slightest, right? No. We're teammates. We're in things 100%. Yep. You need me to pick up the slack. I need you to pick up the slack. We, we get it done. That's the nuggets. Even hearing you say that made me uncomfortable. Right. The Yeah, I, I mean, it doesn't feel like that. <laughs> um, the Lakers, LeBron kind of is these dudes' bosses. Oh, like, yeah. oh, he yeah. runs the Lakers. Yeah. Even though he's not the team owner, he might as well be. Right. And he's like the owner right now that's telling the top employee, like, hey, you need to pick it up. We're not going to hit sales this month. Right. And, so, like, and that pressure's like, different, man. Bro, you haven't come to work in all week. <laughs> right. What do you mean, me? Right. You. Right. And he's like, it seems like that. I had a triple-double last night. No yeah. one even noticed. Yeah. <laughs> I do everything around here. Right, exactly. You just don't see it behind the scenes. I'm staying <laughs> yeah. here until midnight. Right. So I think we're starting to see the cracks, and that dynamic can be real messy. This fly is, I know, I know, I know. It is in for a harsh and painful death at some point. Yes, it is. I'm a, I'm a fly swap master at my home, so I know, I just, I'm just trying not to, to hit these microphones. Hands it. I know. Um, okay, now let's get into the NFL. But yes. first, yes. download the DraftKings app today. I mean, you're, you're already late, but yeah. you, there's always something great waiting for you on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's the highest rated sportsbook app in the country and they just mm-hmm. installed dark mode man it's beautiful yeah gorgeous i think stuff. it's i think that is going to be what puts me on a hot streak mm. like, at least you got back to winning stuff yesterday. yes yes i did um but it's time to get like hot hot yeah 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 yeah. it's time to get hot hot yes it is uh we're gonna i'm gonna ride the rockies into uh in, into this and i'm gonna will it into existence that they're covering the 26 and a half Yes, I'm with you, man. Uh, so anyways, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code DNVR at sign up. You'll get a sign up bonus up to $1,000. 
That's a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 when you go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code DNVR. Of course, you must be 21 or older, Colorado-only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25x playthrough, and restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details, and if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, Trey. We're going to play a little buy or sell here. Let's I'm going to let you lead. You give me NFL betting trends or essentially what the numbers are telling you. I'll tell you if I'm buying or selling. Okay. We're going to start with the most interesting one. Well, maybe not. Buy or sell fading the Vikings. The 0-2 Vikings, they've been my upset pick the last two weeks and have failed miserably. Look. Sometimes a team does you so dirty that you you just can never forgive them. It's true. And that's how I feel about the Vikings this week. It's not like we went that ham on the Vikings, but I just expected them to be in the football game. I know. At the worst. I know. Oh, I just got a, I got good contact on the fly. <laughs> nice. Maybe he'll leave <laughs> us alone now. Um, they got their asses beat in a way that I just, like, they might crumble. I know. Uh, they can't protect Kirk Cousins, and that's that is the beginning, middle, and end of this to me. Yeah, Kirk Cousins needs to be protected. It's the only way, and he's not being protected, and he's not a guy who creates. He distributes. Yeah, Kirk Cousins had a zero passer rating on yeah. Sunday. A zero passer rating on that's Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So Dalvin Cook can't do anything because they're down ten. Like. Before the first quarter is so, even over. To answer your question, buy or sell fading the Vikings, buy. Buy. At okay. least it, I, I'm at least deleting them from my, mm. um, from picking them. They're not, I'm not picking them anymore. That's for damn sure. I know, and the problem here is they host the Tennessee Titans at home. Vegas to start the year had the Titans win total set at nine and a half. The Vikings win total set at eight and a half. With the home field advantage, the Vikings should actually be favored by one to two points in this one. Instead, it's the Titans being favored by two and a half. That's where that conundrum is. Buy or sell. Oh, hold on. You love the Titans, right? No, no. I'll, I'll be betting on the Vikings once again. Oh, so you're selling fade <laughs> the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. I'm not ready. Tell me why. I'm not ready. I've, I've just had too many... I need to hold on to my horses in the NFL till about week five. I, I just have to. You're gonna be broke by that. Eh, we'll see. Or or the tide will turn. That's true. We can get. We're so overreactionary in sports, especially in the NFL. I'm really trying to counter that, but man, is it tough. The NFL does this thing where it never feels like there's time to change things. You know, because you're just like, oh, my God, an eighth of the season is already gone. They <laughs> right, enough, but right. they also have a week between every game to change things. Yeah. You know, so it, you're right in a, in a sense. But right. unless that changes them protecting Kirk Cousins, they're not going to be okay. No, you're right. And, I mean, the Titans are kind of tough to mess. They have a recipe they can go to. They're not a team like the Patriots who can win a variety of ways. But if they're, you know... If their right-handed jab is getting you, you're in trouble. Yeah. If you don't have an answer for their first weapon, you're in big trouble. Yes. So, yeah, that's where they scare you. Uh, okay. Buy or sell 
the Cowboys are for real after that comeback? Well, before the season, I believed the Cowboys were yes. for real. You and I both. Um, I think it was fluky is not the right word, but they went up against a team that everyone didn't realize how good they were going to be, which is the Rams. Mm-hmm. And so I, I kind of throw that one away. Now, yeah. halfway through this last game, I was ready to sell yes. Cowboys stock. If it wasn't so low, I might have. Yes. Uh, and now with them coming back, I think, okay, they might have they might have gotten the boost that they need to now mm-hmm. hit their stride. So I am a believer in the Cowboys, but not this week. Not this week at <laughs> Seattle because, again, if there's anyone that defies my numbers more than anyone else, it's Russell Wilson. That is my number one rule. I've, I've come to realize that. You know, I talk about a lot of rules here on the show. The number one rule is never bet against Russell Wilson. It's not, even if you do it, it's not going to be a good time. You're going to be just clutching to whatever you have around you the whole game, hoping he doesn't do something incredible to beat you. Yes, you're correct. Buy or sell, the Colts being favored by double digits against anyone. Sell. Sell. Yes. Now they face the Jets. (laughs) That's the toughest test, right? (laughs) Is there an exception to the rule? Yes, there's an exception (laughs) to the rule. Although I'm actually selling the Jets being that bad i'm with you but i think it's because they're on the broncos schedule and i'm just <laughs> terrified of the broncos playing anyone right now oh wow i do like that quinn and williams had the his best game as a pro and sam darnold had one good throw from the highlights i saw uh yeah that's not too comforting because like if i start trashing the jets now then when they beat the broncos on thursday night football it looks even worse right not that that's gonna happen but it just it might <laughs> Dre, Crazy your boy, uh, your boy Makai Becton was a stud yes. as well. Yes, Makai so. Becton has played very well. That's true. They so have, what's like, going wrong for them? My like three draft crushes are doing well. It's the rest of the rosters. Of the- I mean, the other thing is... Oh, you, and Adam Gase is trash. Yes. I mean, you look at that team, you think, man, that defense could have been world-class in defending the middle of the field, which is really where the modern NFL is all played with, with Jamal Adams, C.J. Mosley, and Marcus May. Well, two of the three are gone. So There you go. Not much to do. Buy or sell the Chargers under Justin Herbert? Sell. Sell. Okay. I thought that was a classic surprise performance from a quarterback. Um, Now, look, we knew he had tools. Oh, and yeah. Boy, did he look toolsy in that game. Uh, but I don't think that's that's uh, sustainable. Okay. It's not going to be that good. It's an interesting one against the Panthers. Also, didn't they score like... 17 points? Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. They're, so, like, if those felt, are the only low-scoring games in the NFL thus far. The fact that they were hanging with the Chiefs made what he was doing feel better, but the, the output. <laughs> it was the defense. Way yeah, more. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, Final. just I feel so bad for Tyrod Taylor. Are you kidding me, dude? Yeah, uh, we're selling the Chargers medical staff. You can say that much. Buy or sell Minshew Mania and the Jacksonville Jaguars. If you have shares, send them my way. I will take them all. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. Minshew, man, I liked him from the start. I thought they were silly to get away. They ruined Minshew Mania last year. Like this wasn't on Gardner Minshew. This was on the Jaguars because they had a $30 million investment or whatever it was that they wanted to get on the field. And they killed the, the Minshew mobile. Yep. You know, it was yep. cruising along. And then they just came up there and started slashing the tires up. 
and it never got rolling again once they realized that right. they were being idiots. Right. This year, there's no stopping it. And he's just – he's efficient. What more could you want? And he also has swagger. Yeah. It's well, like it's, He's like a game manager with, a super, with like a superstar mojo. It's not just that – and it's a sneaky good group of skill position players now because yeah, oh, yeah. DJ Chark's playing in. awesome. LaVisca Chenal is playing great, great, and he's been healthy. And so all those around him yeah. – I mean, he doesn't have to throw the ball 40 yards yeah. downfield into a perfect basket. He gets guys open in space, and they do their work. It's a perfect – even Robinson, their new running back, who yep. has turned out to be a great pass catching back, yeah. they're really—they're doing Washington State things. It's yes, that, it's benefiting the line more, and getting rid of Leonard Fournette was so key for that. They had an I formation running back and a spread quarterback. Yeah, now everyone is spread around the spread quarterback, and it's working marvelously. I love, I love Minshew, dude. Because well, we've got a trash Florida Derby coming up. Tomorrow, so I won't spoil that too much, but I think we're on the same lines with. Uh, I are they going to be underdog? No, they're going to be favorites. No, no, no. But they're at home, and they're just getting the standard home dog three points. Home fave. Yeah, yeah, three home points. Yeah. Love that. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. Especially sorry, with sorry. Byron Jones being out this week. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, just especially with Gardner Minshew and Lavisca. Like they're well, my adopted team, I think, because. Like I, you know, I always add some 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 teams <laughs> right, right, right. to my betting. Yeah. Last year yeah. it was the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. um, they were always more underdogs than they should have been. Right. Kyler kept them in every game. That's that's gonna be my like. I'm gonna love. I mean, they have they have Visca first of all. Yeah. And as long as he's healthy, touch wood, he's gonna make plays. Love them. Yeah. No, they're uh, they're great. That's a good one. So yeah, those are the outliers for my numbers. Um. So yeah. Okay, how about this? Buy or sell the Denver Broncos without Drew Locke. And I mean against the spread. Are, is it is it one of those things where it's like it's going to take Vegas a little bit to realize how much they needed Drew Locke? Or is it one of those things where it's like, no, this defense and just overall nucleus is good enough to keep them in football games like they did this last weekend? I'm selling. Uh, we'll get into the Bucks preview now, how Driscoll played does give me Drizzle, some pause, baby. but I think it's kind of what you were saying with Herbert. He, yes. The one thing I'll say is he threw dimes, and I didn't know he had that in him. He dropped and a couple dimes. Dudes are getting open. Yeah. Like, this is not last year's offense. Dudes are getting open and can really devour one-on-one -on -one matchups on this offense. Look. This has not been the case for many years in Denver. In terms of separation, creating separation. Yes. Forget about Cortland Sutton. The combination of Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, and Noah Fant gets more separation than anything we've seen in Denver in a while. And with the guy who struggles with ball placement and is sailing some throws or leading guys right into like terrible uh, hits, that's giving them that separation is key. You know when the catcher stands up and he tells us, <laughs> right. Damn, that's, yeah. that's what I'm doing to Driscoll the whole game. Bring the ball down. What are you <laughs> doing? really true. Um, I'm not quite ready to sell uh, on the Broncos just because they've been in games and they've continued to be in games and they've played two really good opponents. So I just I need more information. Yes, that's the thing. Um, and I don't buy the Bucks at all. What if, I mean, offensively at least, the narrative on the Broncos will do a full on backflip this week if they just win a home game against the statue quarterback. Yeah, but I'm, I realize it's going to be difficult. 
But if you're one and two, you know, I said it on the Broncos pod. If you're one and two, it's the same thing as the Nuggets right now. Okay. We gave two away. Now we're, now we're, we've got one back, and now we're feeling a lot better. Oh, and unlike the Nuggets, they didn't have to go play the Lakers after that. They get to play the Jets. The three, the three games after this are all against AFC East opponents, too. You've got Jets, Pats, Dolphins. If you can win this game, two of three of those are very winnable. Then you're going into yeah. the – then Chiefs are coming to you at home, and you're 500. And That's you probably, very doable. And you probably have Drew back. Yep. And, I mean, they're a good, bad team, as their 2-0 and against the spread would suggest. Yes, exactly. They're a good, bad team. They're, they're, they're not a, a bad team. They're, they're a good a team. Tough team to bet on, man. Yeah, they're a good team that lost all of their players. That is now yeah, also a, yeah, a, right. a below average team. Right. Yeah. Inter- I, mean, I mean, they are a, right. What we're finding now is they were a good team with a lack of depth, and the injuries in a season like this is just killing. Is it still at six and a half? The line for this uh, weekend. Six. Last I checked, this earlier today. Okay. Let me look. Because I think that's going the other way soon. You do. I mean, the public looks at this game and says the Broncos have no quarterback and the other side has Tom Brady, Yeah, right? no, I mean, I'd think that too. I'd think at least seven. So it's at six. I yeah. think it goes up over a touchdown before kickoff. So just be patient I would on that think one. so too. I would think so too. Also over 43 and a half. Too high. Yeah, that's an under. Both these pretty good defenses. Although last week was an over. 47. <sighs> yeah. With Driscoll too. Who would have thunk it? Although, what was the – was it sub-47? It had to have been, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was like 43 and a half. All right. Eastern Conference Finals, who you got? Public really likes the Celtics. The public just thinks like, oh, the team that's down will come back and win. Which I guess is without home, home court, that's not a terrible way to go about it. I can't bet against my guy Duncan Robinson. I'm a big Tyler Hero guy myself. Uh, I cannot bet against him. Duncan Robinson is like the new version of my favorite style of NBA player. You've heard a story. No. Well, just that he was undrafted and, you know, came from. I mean, what? not. Yeah, not even undrafted. Like, couldn't start on his high school team, couldn't make a college team, like, couldn't play at Michigan. It's absurd that this guy's in the NBA, one of the 300 best basketball players in the world right now. It's insane. And the and not best one of the shooter top. that's still playing. <laughs> right. Like, one of the top 100 is more like it. He's so wild. It's wild. I might, I would consider getting, you know, that Miami Vice jersey that they have. <laughs> that one's so Duncan Robinson, my, like, I could Th- see that's you rocking a, that. Th- I would probably only rock it like on vacation, but that's a good vacation jersey. You can get them over ten and a half. Tyler Hero's fourteen and a half. See, that's something Those I'm interested are so in betting. So streaky, the fourteen and a half. But. He might hit four threes in the first quarter. Uh, which of our favorite three point shooters the, on the Heat are we talking about? Duncan, Duncan? Robinson. Okay. I only talk about Duncan Robinson. Oh, okay, good, good, good. What's his uh, over under on threes? It has to be three and a half, right? If the if the number's at twelve for his points. Two and a half. Ex- Minus one fifty two. Excuse me? Two and a half. Minus one fifty two. Tyler Hero set at two and a half plus one ten. What? <laughs> Guys, funny. oh my gosh. Yeah, I'll be hitting that dunk. We're having some fun. I mean, we gotta start watching these and scouting these guys out, man. It's true. This is no one we were so caught up in these LA matchups, no one realized there's a there's a generational change going on in the NBA. I mean, Heat, Nuggets, Celtics, these guys could be contending for titles for quite a bit. It's pretty dope. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. I also like that the Heat did it the right way this time, for the most part. 
Uh, it's allowed. Yeah. What they did is allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Only difference is both Celtics and Heat do have one veteran superstar. We have none. No Kemba, no Jimmy holding us back, decreasing our window here. Windows wide open. Wide open. But baby. it might never be as open as, as it is right now. Yeah. I mean, right now they basically have a blank lottery check in MPJ. I know, but also like... That's they, the great, they, like, the windows. <laughs> they have something about the Lakers solved, and on the other side, you're not running into some sort of mismatch nightmare like a Giannis that you yeah, know, yeah, is yeah. just going to change everything you want to do. Right. Like, you just have to win this and then just play good basketball in the finals. Crazy. You don't even have to change anything about what you do for the most part. You can just be you. I feel like I'm crazy right now considering the Nuggets going to the NBA Finals and even winning it. I know. We're getting but, a little ahead of ourselves. But that's, that's the situation we, we're in. We have to look at... We have, we, we, it's our job to look into the future here. Damn straight. Yes. Well, it's, if oh. only we could have seen all those injuries to the Broncos coming, we would have saved yeah. ourselves some money. <laughs> Truly. Um, it's a Castellani night for the Rockies in San Francisco. Caleb Berger starting for the Giants. He's been a reliever thus far. Good one, but a reliever. I, with that matchup, I like the Rockies at plus 163. I like the Rockies' offense to go over three and a half runs. What odds was I getting that? Minus 115. Okay. Easy breezy. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that money line. Yeah. Let's be yeah, big yeah. Rockies fans. I mean, not that we're not always big Rockies fans, but, you know. Three wins away. Let's get some, in, let's get some investment here. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's well, do it. It's, question. Hmm. Let's no. say you have, just for argument's sake, you have $100 on the Rockies over 26 and a half. Mm-hmm. Let's say they get 26 going into game <laughs> 60. Are you going to hedge? Oh, man. I'd have to see the pitching matchup and stuff, but yes, I'm going to hedge. So you hedge to try and make sure you come out with something. Yeah. DraftKings? Because you... Because, I mean, you got that at, what, like minus 110, right? So it's not like crazy money. It's not. You would hope that for some reason, like, the Diamondbacks are starting some guy from minor leagues or something, and they're like plus 220, and you can... Right, You right. know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that'd be really nice. But it rarely works out that it way. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. The Rockies will probably be underdogs and... So that's what I do. I I probably wait the game out, hope that they can get to an early lead. To the mm. the live hedge improving my odds, but that's uh, that's a tough. That's year. scary. That's always a tough. I'm already year. getting anxious thinking about this. <laughs> I know. It's gonna win tonight though. It's gonna yeah, win let's, tonight. Let's go. Let's go. The castle, baby. The king. All right. Done. It's gonna wrap it up for us today on DNVR Bets Daily. Thanks for tuning in. We will of course be right back with you same time, same place tomorrow afternoon.